today. Your monthly mission pledge is due, so make sure to get that turned in if you have not. And then tonight, 7 to 9 o'clock, is the youth costume party. So youth, if you're unaware about that, that's tonight, 7 to 9. That's going to be a really fun time. November events, the 3rd through the 4th, so this upcoming weekend, is Branson Trip. Everyone that signed up, give a little hallelujah. Wow, my goodness, it's looking like it's going to be a shallow bus this year. Okay, that'll be a lot of fun. I'll enjoy it. (laughs) The 6th is Daylight Savings Time, so turn those clocks back an hour. This one's my favorite of the two because we gain more hours of sleep, so there you go. The 6th is also even bigger events rather than just gaining an hour of sleep. Our first evening service back, and so we're going back to night services, so... That is going to be a wonderful, wonderful time. The 12th is a journey get-together at the Family Life Center. The 6, 6 to 8, contact Brother and Sister Shoemake for more information on that. By the way, can we just? I'm going to give a little appreciation for Brother and Sister Shoemaking because they are such an awesome couple. I'm so grateful that they're in our church, and I love everything that they do for us. And then the 13th, that following weekend, is youth service. So we'll have, another, we'll have another night service from here on out, I guess. And then the 14th is the Ladies United Fellowship. So make sure to sign up for that in the foyer. The 22nd is Tuesday night midweek service. So that's because of Thanksgiving. Thursday, Wednesday night service will be on Tuesday night. So make sure that you remember that. The 22nd, there will be no service on the 23rd course because of thanksgiving and the 24th is thanksgiving and then the 27th that following weekend is a mission pledge due so that next month's november month will be due then go ahead stand up do a little do a little stretch if you need to because we're here to praise the lord and we're not just here to praise him with some of whatever's left in the tank from the following week But we're here to praise Him with everything that we have left. Everything that we can give Him, that's what we're going to give Him this morning, okay? So if you need to get a little stretch, you need to stretch those hamstrings, do it. Do whatever you got to, and let's praise the Lord. Run out of miracles anytime soon. 
seated. Uh, Pastor, if you and Sister Meyer, if y'all want to just come and have a seat up here. uh, This month has been uh, Pastor Appreciation Month, and as I've expressed, I think every day should be Pastor Appreciation Day for the hell that he has to go through to keep us uh, gained in that straight line. In Jeremiah 3 and 15, it says, Then I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will lead you with knowledge and with understanding. And I'm thankful that I have a pastor that leads us with knowledge and with understanding. 1 Peter 5 and 1, it says, The elders which are among you I exhort, whom am also an elder and witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. I'm thankful that he he doesn't do it by constraint, but that he does this willingly. Neither is being lords over God's heritage, but being in samples to the flock. What an example that they set before us. I mean, anybody in this town, they always admire the Myers. So, and I am thankful to be a part of their lives. And then when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Acts 20 and 28, it says, Keep watch over yourselves and over all the flock which the Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he brought with his own he bought with his own blood. I'm thankful to having an overseer as in Pastor Meyer for in March I think will be 40 years. So, let's give him a hand clap for that. Praise God. That's part of the office of a pastor. But we as a church, we must obey as well. Hebrews 13 and 17, it says, Have confidence in your leaders 
and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy and not a burden for they would be of no benefit to you. Sometimes I feel like the enemy puts it on us that we are a burden to him. But I promise you that we're not a burden to him because he lives for this stuff. He breathes this stuff and I am thankful that we are not burdens to him. If I had to look in the definition, if I had to look in the Bible for a definition of a pastor, it would take me to Galatians 5 and 22. And it's just basically the fruits of the Spirit. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And our pastor, he instills all the spirits of the fruit. He has love. He has joy. He has peace. He has long-suffering. He has goodness. He has faith. He has meekness. He has temperance. And I am thankful to God. I'm thankful for a man of God that walks in the spirits, that teaches in the spirits, and that preaches in the spirits, and always has an ear to hear what God is given to him because if we didn't have a man like this in our lives or a couple like this it's not just a man because behind every great man stands a great woman and we can't leave her out as well so I'm there too but as far as uh, this being a great leaders and anywhere they go out in this community they are well respected and they are well known of what church that they attend and what they represent. And we are just living epistles of what he's preaching and teaching in here. So we have to be representatives of this church under his ministry, under his authority. And I'm thankful to be a part of that, Pastor. Upon appreciation, Pastor Appreciation Day, on behalf of the United Pentecostal Church, uh, this mailbox is full of mail. I don't know what's in there, but it's just a small token of what this church was able to give back to you. It's nothing what you've given to us, but this is just a, a percent of what you've been given to us. If y'all want to stand and just give, Pastor, I'll tell you what, let's just stand and let's just lift our hands toward this couple and let's just pray over them right now. Father, I thank you for this man of God and this lady of God, Lord, that you bestowed in our life, God. I pray that you would keep your hands upon them, God. Give them the strength that they need to further us in your kingdom, oh Lord. Let them lead and guide us in your word and your wisdom and your strength and your love, oh God. Stir up a gift inside of them today, oh God. I pray blessings upon their lives today, Jesus. I pray that you would give them the strength and the power and the Holy Ghost, God, to be overcomers today, oh God. Move inside of their lives in Jesus' name. Thank you. Why don't you just go ahead and shift that to God? He gave us this great pastor and first lady. Thank you, Lord. We know your presence is in this place. God, we've come to stir it up. We've come to leave changed, renewed, and refreshed only by you, God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Don't let our praise be empty space come about. Tense crumble. 
strongholds breaking, destiny changing. When you draw near to us, you draw near to us. Are you thankful? Oh God, when you draw near to us, destinies have to change. Oh. Sing, don't let our praise.
I've spoken about this before, but when God said that he was the I am, he said that he is everything you will ever need. That what he is and what he does is what he is. And so when that song says that he is in the room, that God is in the room, what they are saying right there is not just God, just not just a person is in the room, but what you are needing is in the room. If you came in here down, the one that's going to lift you up is in the room. If you need deliverance, the deliverer is in the room. If you need healing, the healer is in the room. And so all you have to do is come up and say, I know what I need and I know what you have for me. And God is saying, I am here, I am in the room, and I am ready to give it to you today. And so what I want you to do is if you have anything in here, if you have anything struggling against you, anything fighting against you, he's in the room, ready to minister and I want you to come up to the front ministers are going to anoint you with oil and you're going to see a change in your situation because he is in the room and we're going to also have some special needs we want to pray for Miller Gambari, Lloyd Ushry, Brandon Hutchins, Bob Bolton, T.W. Hush, Lois Weems, Dennis Shannon, Billy Bolton, brother and sister Dickey, Monica Helm, Rex Foster, brother and sister Bristow, Brother and Sister Proctor, Brother and Sister Billy Trinado, Chaplain Steve Gibbs, George and Mildred Pratt. The enemy would like nothing more than for you to walk out of here and not get your miracle. But God is ready to move on somebody this morning. We have people ready to pray for you, and I encourage you this morning to move towards the front, to step out in faith and believe that God is in the room, that what I need is in the room today and I can take it with me and I can go home with it this morning. I can take what I need and go into my work tomorrow. I can take what I need to go into my school. I can take what I need to go into my home because he is in the room. And so, Father, I pray for every single need in this house. I pray for every sickness, every financial situation. I pray for every broken family. I pray that you begin to move and you begin to minister and you begin to uplift and do exactly what you do best, God. That you work in the miraculous and the supernatural and you begin to move throughout this entire place and stir our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jesus, the most beautiful name of all Because 
you to all know that you are greatly loved and greatly appreciated, and we certainly thank you for all of your faithful support all these past 40 years. You are each greatly loved. Second, I would like to say that most of you know that from Monday until Thursday that my husband and I were in Tupelo, Mississippi at board meetings for Tupelo Children's Mansion. If you saw some of the pictures I posted on Facebook, we're not allowed to post pictures of the children. But there are about 80 children at the mansion right now. And I just posted one picture of the, of the 
of the board, and of course that board is divided into various boards, and uh, your support of Tupelo Children's Mansion is greatly, greatly appreciated. Every year when we go for those meetings, it just touches your heart in a place where that only children that have been abused and just not taken care of can can touch. So thank you all for praying for Tupelo Children's Mansion, and we do support it every month. Also, the third thing is that uh, while we were at General Conference, one night of General Conference, they give special, it's a big mission service, and they tra- pay tribute and honor to all of our missionaries that are on the field, those who have been on the field. And so one night, as uh, some of the missionaries were marching in, carrying their flags, I took a short video. Now, I mean, this is just a very, very short percentage of the ones that were able to come home for general conference. But I took a little short video of them. And so I wanted you to see this little video because your support of our missionaries, you know, we support 50 missionaries. They're on the wall in the main hall over there. We support 50 missionaries. And so I just wanted you to see some of these missionaries uh, on video. And I do believe that we do have two missionaries that are not being supported right now. If you are interested in supporting a missionary monthly. So if Brother Darren has the video ready, we're going to try to show it. So many of us have not been called to personally go to a foreign field, but we can certainly support those who have gone. I would just like to add on to that to... to to extend even further the meaning of it. it. That video really doesn't do it justice whenever you're there and you're, you're seeing these people walk in. And then also they had on their big screens, they had uh, several, several of the other missionaries FaceTiming in or Zooming in. You can't really help but get a little bit emotional about it because you, you see some of them, you know, that they might have had loved ones, but now it's just one person. And, you know, and they're, they're waving back and, you know, you, you just get overcome with emotion, really, because you can't, you can't hardly imagine what it's like to be over there and to not have the same sort of liberties and same sort of freedoms and the same sort of congregation that they have. It's, it's not the same as here in the United States where we can go to you know, several different churches and there's Christianity, I mean, and there's hundreds of us in each and every one of them. Well, over there, they might have 15 to 20 people. And to still, I mean, literally they get by. Brother Matthew Tuttle spoke about it at men's conference. He, whenever they were in, uh, I believe it was Holland, they, they literally get by on what we send them. It, because the churches are bringing in little to no money, if, if no money at all. And so just that is such an awesome, and I give praise and I give thanks to anyone that does do that offering, hand clap for yourselves, because it, it means tons, and it means it means the world to these people, because it is their world. At this time, we'll have offering. We'll have the ushers come for offering. And one thing, one thing that was on my mind as we were singing that last song, and it, it has nothing to do with offering. I, I still struggle with this to this day. I've been doing this for several years now. Offering is still very hard to do. Um, but in life 
no matter if you have an accountability partner, no matter if you have some sort of system to where you won't fail or where you won't be sinful, that won't always hold you upright. It's going to fall through. It's going to break. And then once you get back into a habit of things or once you get back into a sin-filled mind, change doesn't happen just by coming to church and playing church. It doesn't, it doesn't happen when you show up on a Sunday every once in a while and you say, you know what, I, I, got, I got the cobwebs cleared off, God. Change happens once you reach a breaking point, and it's like a twig. Once you bend a twig so long, eventually it'll get to its breaking point, and it'll snap. And that is truly only when change comes in your life is once you've reached the breaking point. Once you've said, God, I've lived in bondage enough. I can't stand it anymore. It has to stop. God, my mind has been so twisted with evil thoughts. I can only break. And you see, that's when God says you're beautifully broken. Because in that brokenness, that's when our miracle worker steps in and says, this is, the, this is the circumstances that I like to work in. This is the place where I like to move. Because you see, you can't do anything anymore because you're broken. You see, you've got to your breaking point and you've snapped. This is where I move. I move in a man where I made him become blind because he had got, that was where his breaking point was. I moved in a man that had to go in a lion's den because that's where his breaking point was. So I asked this morning, where is your breaking point and how dad and how desperately do you want to reach it? And I don't say this condemning. You got to understand this is from God and he's saying this to me and so it's breaking me. How bad do you want that breaking point? How bad do you want your circumstances to be over? How bad do you want to quit dealing with whatever you're dealing with? I won't even attempt to name it. How bad do you want to quit messing with that stuff? Because that's your breaking point, And that's where we have got to reach today. Today. Because we're not promised tomorrow. All we have is this exact second that we're in. So if after you give your tithes, if you want to come to the altar... Preacher's still going to preach and he's still going to deliver a word that's going to be for each and every one of us. Jesus, I come to you as your child, as your servant, understanding there's nowhere else to pivot. There's nowhere else to turn. There's no other name to shout. There's no other place that I can go to and become restored. There's no other place where I can come broken and you mend me back together and you weld my pieces back together. I come in the name of Jesus Christ against every single bondage, against every single demon, against every single doubt, against every single... I come against that in the name of Jesus Christ who shed his blood for me who shed his blood for you and Jesus I bless these givers and I bless this offering in your great name Jesus
establish a place in Paris, Texas, where that the glowing glory of God could penetrate the darkest corner of any part of our world or your life. It is without a question a need that that light remain in this world. It is getting dark. Our constitution is being smeared in the sense that in God we trust is how we started. It is no longer the strength of our nation as far as leading people that provide high-level offices. The church has been and always will be the light that illuminates a path through a sin-filled world. So we are encouraged to pray for those leaders in Congress, the leaders that are presidents, are leaders of other countries. And our prayers will make a difference in the mental and emotional level of life. God has a way of doing things for people that are not his children so that his children can have the provisions they need for passage through this world. That's a big, big statement, and it's a great realization when you can know that God could confuse the language of an entire people so that they could no longer communicate with each other. That's huge. And he did that. He offers to us the privilege of speaking in tongues as the Spirit of the Lord moves in our life so that we can literally begin to pray for needs that we don't know how to pray for. Because if we're not careful, we take the mental attitude of, personal aggrandizement as long as this makes me look good but God wants you to look good in prison Paul lived that out he didn't look good to the human people the human people the religious system thought they had him pinned down read his letters from inside the prison 
and find out that while he was locked up behind prison doors, he was setting captives free. It is an amazing thing when you can truly trust God. So trust in the Lord and lean not to thine own understanding is not just a privilege. It is a position. And from a right position, you can advance to the highest level of your dream. It's awesome. Well, I have worked together to bring to us a part of the 40 years, and I know it's just Pastor Appreciation Day, but uh, I want to work in part of this for uh, the uh, foundation for a lot of things. So I'm going to read to you my thoughts. Paris, Texas, a place where no one knows yet how many have been born. How many have died? When uh, I first moved here, gas was cheaper. And bread was cheaper. Since that time, and I uh, think I may have uh, noted, uh, I know I looked it up, but uh, the difference between the cost of bread and the cost of gas when I came here is considerably different. There have been many people that have passed away, and there have been many born. In times gone by, gas was quite a bit cheaper, and... Uh, yet you made less. So they sort of do the seesaw thing. Over to my right is uh, a few of the lessons for the first two years of my being here. So just in case you think all of this stuff just comes natural, it don't. And Brother Jerry, I just caught your eye there, and uh, I tell you, I have appreciated the men from this church who for the last many years and several of them have spoken from the pulpit. And uh, once again, uh, those of you who have spoken recently, there are so many appreciable statements that are made to myself, and I can't thank you enough. This church is maturating warriors that are going to heal the people in the camp and going to withstand the people without the camp. We have, along with these things, we have become a renewed people in the UPC of Paris, Texas, while scores of people have been born and scores have died. And Pastor and his wife have experienced some of the most phenomenal highs and several low spots have prevailed. But God has never wavered in his steadfastness, readiness to fill in the low places and to help us get over the high places. Our lives 
each of us in Texas have enriched, inspired, and exalted the cross and the resurrection and the promise of his coming. The hurts and disappointments have all been healed. And the ones you're going through now will be healed. The glories of that will be revealed. And the future calls or beckons us. Keep the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Don't give in. Don't give up. Don't relax. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Don't let it get out of your hand and your heart and your head. I have helped to bury over 200 people, and I've forgotten how many scores have been born, but I'm looking at some. Buses have decayed. Trips have etched their way into our mind. The glories of camaraderie on the bus and the places we went and the churches we went to and the revival and camp meetings that we went to have all helped every one of us in some way or another. If it was second or third hand clothing, who cares? Now, some of you have never worn second hand clothing. I could tell by the look on your face. But some of us that had a bunch of children in the family, we learned to wear second hand clothing. Some of you are wearing the crown of righteousness that some of your parents, some of your grandparents, and some of your peers across this congregation have granted privilege to you. They have shown you the way. They have become a phenomenon. Hundreds have received the gift of the Holy Ghost in the old uh, auditorium and the new with multiples of people renewing the Holy Ghost within themselves. I want to remind us the many multiple preachers that have grown up and become pastors via your relationship, whether it was a Sunday school teacher or just a good pat on the back and an encouraging word or a life that encouraged them that they could live the Word of God. There is no means by which I can applaud the UPC of Paris, Texas, except keep preaching, teaching a new future to our present state and position in this world. We will continue to grow in grace. We will continue to grow in knowledge until we have turned the light on in the darkest corner of northeast Texas. It is my passion. I hope it is your passion. It is my possession. I hope it is your possession. We will not die without fighting for the faith that was once delivered to the saints and some of our wonderful people died in the faith. We will fight. We will keep their heritage and we will maintain the integrity of their God. This community knows that you are serious about making your calling and election sure the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you dress, the place you go, the place you don't go, they understand you have come out of the world and have separated yourself unto a holy God that is coming without sin unto salvation. 
I'm here to tell you it's a wonderful privilege to be called the body of Christ. It's a bigger deal than going to a local building. It is worth saluting to him, the captain of our salvation. He alone sits on the throne. There is no God beside him. There is not one that's going to take over the throne. He is alive today and he orders the angels to minister to them that are heirs of salvation. You don't want to miss it. Pray every day. Pray every month. Pray every week. Pray every hour. Whatever you got to do, stay in touch with the captain. It is sad to me to see that people watch their Facebook page and their media pages more than they do listen for the audible voice of the Spirit in their mind and heart that will keep their home and keep their sanity and keep their joy and keep their peace and keep their righteousness. Don't you let the devil in any door. I'm here to tell you, he don't care which way he comes in. Stay in touch with God. That's why the book says pray without ceasing. That scripture really confused me for years until I realized what prayer is. That's just an exchange of virtues and values and strengths with God Almighty. Prayer is the intercession. That's why praying in the Holy Ghost, you can only reach a certain level with your thought patterns of prayer. So when you pray in the Holy Ghost, howbeit in the Spirit we speak with other tongues, or howbeit in the Spirit we speak with a language that is only intercepted by the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you're going to find that within a few minutes, a few hours, or a few days, or a few months, you're going to have new thoughts coming up. And those thoughts are called prayer or the voice of the Lord. I have witnessed in our era of life many people that have joined local churches and have never heard from God, only what they heard over the pulpit from the preacher. And I don't, whatever uh, particular denomination, any amount of the Word of God is virtuous. And wherever people receive the Word of God, they get that much of His glory. So he says, study to show yourself approved of God, a workman that never need to be ashamed. Shame means naked. Can you imagine y'all being all unclothed? And people see really where the wrinkles are. Some of you are wiggling around a little bit. I'm, here to, I'm not here to play games with this stuff. You're going to die, and you're going to one of two places. And if you're not living in the atmosphere of the one, you're living in the atmospheric pressures of another. That's it. Make your calling and election sure. I'm here to preach to us and to teach to us that our God is a God of saving, power, glory, victory, righteous, peace, joy, strength, overcoming, there is nothing missing out of his repertoire of inventory for the things that you need, go, what you're going through. I'm telling you, there is a peace that passes understanding. I'm telling you, there's a joy that's joy unspeakable and full of glory. I'm here to tell you that God Almighty is in this house. He's going home with you. And as much as you salute him, he's going to vend to you those equities that belong to your life and 
into your future. Could we stand and praise him right now for everything he's ever done and the promise of everything he's trying to do? Oh, hallelujah. I wish you'd turn around and smile at somebody and tell them I'm moving on. Hallelujah. We're not stopping here. We're not slowing down here. We are going to serve the Lord with gladness. Praise God. The scores of ministers that have shared with us the glories of the King of Kings, both men of renown in our assembly, both men in renown of our United Pentecostal Church uh, and men of renown that through other ways, books and tapes uh, that have come to us. Uh, I, I am telling you that I have benefited. I only brought a few things in here today because I want you to know I don't sit down and just play croquet and fly around in airplanes all the time. I am busy God and I have some of the greatest conversations every day of the week. I don't mind telling you that. It wasn't that way when I first started. But he and I have some of the greatest conversations every day. I cannot thank him enough for that. There is no way I am good enough that he would do that for me. I just have a hunger that just can't stop. I am hungry for every pastor in this city to have a special anointing. I am hungry. I'm desperate for every mother that's never ever walking through, walked through the door of a church uh, to feel the arm of mercy reach into their home and heart and just tell them, you might try this. Open your Bible. And how many times have we all opened our Bible <coughs> and found the glory of a promise. Now, promises don't come just because he made the promise. If you'll notice, if you're married, uh, your wife has an attachment to the promise. If. And if you're married and your husband has an attachment to the promise, if. I can tell you that many ifs have been erased because the, comp the uh, complementary part of their life did not do according to what they should have done. Divorces should not happen. And men are to lead in the path of doing what needs to be done in the home. That hasn't changed. When the Bible said that the man is the head of the woman, he didn't mean to be her boss and beat her up if she didn't do what you said. That's a bunch of baloney. The head of the house is the responsible party for bringing the righteousness and the peace and the joy of the Holy Ghost into that house. That's what the head of the house means. If you want your house to be what it should be, and complement marriage and child-parent relationship, you've got to have a head over you. Jesus Christ is the head of the church. This is him. In him dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. 
There's a lot of Pentecostals that argue that scripture and don't obey what's in it. Love your neighbor as yourself and love your enemies and pray for them that despitefully use you is not an option. That is the plan from the head, the responsible party. If you want to be like me and have power to cast out devils and to overcome weaknesses, uh, then you do what I say and you will be engaged with me and my power will engage in you and the world you're living in and great peace uh, have they who love the Lord and are a part of his will and his way. I'm here to tell you we're on our way to one of the greatest revivals we've ever even thought about. I'm telling you that the living God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's on your side. He's on their side. He is on the side of every worst sinner. He is here to seek and to save that which is lost. He's calling, come unto me, come unto me. It's not about a building. It's not about a schematic. It's about the truth. The truth shall make you free. And the truth will give you the power. And the glory of the Holy Ghost will environ your life until you're very fingertips feel the word of God in action and you will lay hand on the sick and you will redeem the wicked and you will find glory hallelujah I'm telling you it's worth dancing about it's worth getting excited about I'm tired of Pentecostals going to ball games and getting more excited about ball players than they are the word of God it's time to have a victory in Paris, Texas and Lamar County If you get more excited about the the playoffs and the ball games than you do about going to the house of God, you need to pray through and renew your spirit and the Holy Ghost. I don't know any other way to say it. I'm not backing up. I'm not backing down. I'm telling you, he called us out of this world. He called us into his kingdom. He called us to glorify his name. I wish somebody would stand and give him the kind of praise he deserves. Thank you for standing and praising him. I am here because I don't want to be anywhere else. And I owe this church on Pastor Appreciation Day what I'm preaching to you today because that's why I came here. And that's what I'm doing here. And if you've got any questions about it, please feel free to come to me. If I'm not doing right by this church and this city, just make a way to my office and I promise you I will be kind-hearted and listen to anything you have to say about my vagrancy or lack of ability to produce the church Jesus Christ wants. Pastor Appreciation Day to me is not about getting a cash offering and y'all have done that every year And I am very humbled by that because I know I don't deserve it. But I do know this. I'm not willing. Would you stand up, Brother Caleb? I wanted to be as tall as you. Just never did happen. And and here's the sick part of it. Grown men would come up to me And say, what happened to you? 
Your dad's so tall. Do you not have sense that God put it into a little package? Thank you. It's amazing how great this God is. And it's amazing that people want to claim they're filled with him and don't act like him. He does not expect us to do that overnight. He does not. He shows us that, where's the smallest baby in here? The smallest mother then. Would you just raise your hand? The baby's asleep. God loves that baby as much as he does Jeff Jones. Or Arlton Bristow. Or Brian. Wow. We got some big ones around here. But he doesn't love them any more than he does that little baby and we thought the baby might go on to heaven early but God has put that offer right now God is on our side I said God is on our side he's already proven he's able to do what doctors didn't know what that could be done he's proven it right there he's proving it every day And I'm here to preach to us on this Sunday that God on this special day of our life is on your side. He's saying, come unto me and I will make you. The word make in the Bible means I will transform. I will complete areas of your life. Make a cake is different than just throwing the dough in the oven. You have to put things together. So the spirit and truth begin to function in your life through the prayers of your grandparents and your parents and and friends and family and, and that mixture of the holiness of God and the glory of God finally produce a guy that can smile like you, that can wave like you, that can dance like you. That's right. He didn't come out of the womb doing all that. He came out crying and screaming. You learn to live. You learn to live godly. You learn to live holy. You learn to live righteous. You learn to have peace. You learn to have way to glorify the Lord and to glorify your family and to glorify the church family and to glorify the earth. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's not about, oh, I, I, I got to run over to the church right quick to show up, so I, I got to keep my ticket stamped. There's no ticket to stamp. It's all about our heart. The abundant life comes out of our heart. Out of the heart are the issues of life. The frustration comes out of a heart that's not complete. The the, the diagonals of life come out of a heart that's not complete. Straight is the way that leadeth to life everlasting. Straight up 
is the way. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. That don't mean every now and then. It means today. Every day. I'm trying to see how much of this I need to take out, not how much I can put in. My heart is full today. I'm sad that there's some children in our city that may have never heard about what our children are listening to in yonder. I'm believing God to get our bus ministry going again. It's probably going to have to be a new Ronnie Bolton because he's getting old. But some of you young'uns, we may have to ban in cars for a while because I know I'm one of those tired guys of buses. You know what I mean? I have to hear everybody say, what's wrong with the bus? All they do is think it. I got to make sure it gets fixed. It's okay. Because I have seen those buses bring some kids in here that were living in perverted homes. I've seen those kids walk down to this altar and lift up their little hands. And some teacher and some of our elders come down and pray for them. And they get filled with the Holy Ghost. You talk about worth it. It's worth a month of buses, Brother Bristow. You used to be involved in that, didn't you? Do you remember how many buses y'all had back when I preached that revival? 1975? Man, they had a busload of buses. And then whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care how we do it. Compel them, the Bible says, to come. But don't try to tell them just to go to the house of God. Tell them what there's offering at the house of God. What they are offering, what they are giving. Righteous peace and joy. Explain to them what righteousness means. Alignment with the right source. Joy means alignment with the right source. We'll start producing a heart that's full of living water. And then what happens is peace that fills all understanding will suddenly take over and the stormy parts will end and you will be able to sail across the seas no matter how high the waves are. You know that the old ship of Zion can handle the storms of life and you don't have to be worried that you're going to sink and that this thing's going to come apart. The word of the Lord standeth sure. The Lord knoweth them that are his and he's coming back for those that have made themselves ready. I don't want to be a part of something that's not ready. He may come tonight and it may be 10 years from now but whatever we do it's going to be worth it all to keep our bills paid and that bills paid in the spiritual sense is to keep the the sins of the flesh under subjection and let the authority of the fruit of the spirit grow in your mind and your heart and in your life and I can tell you you can still dance on devils and you can still have peace that passes understanding and you can still have joy that's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Whatever the president decides, that's for this world. But whatever the king of kings decides, that's for his world. And he has made a decision. I am the Lord. I change not. I will forgive your sin if you will repent and you will not perish. If you will call on me 
be. I will be your joy. I will be your peace. I will be your righteousness. And there is no weapon formed against you that can prosper. You can go over the mountains and you can go through the valleys and you can lead your kids to wherever and to whatever. My promise says you can have them. But you can't do it without the Holy Ghost. You can't do it with a renewed, without a renewing of the Spirit. He said you're saved by the renewing of the Spirit. Pray it up every morning. Pray it down, pray it down, down every night. I'm telling you, it's a revival time in America like America never has needed it. It is time for the church to be the church. It's time for the preachers not to entertain, but to preach the Word. Be instant, in season, out of season, redeeming the time. I wish we'd all stand and give him a praise like he deserves. And while we're standing, I want to give opportunity, first of all, for those people who came today. You've never been born again of the water and the spirit. John 3 and 5, John 3 and 3, John 3 and 7. Except a man be born again of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom. Doesn't mean you can't enjoy a lot of his goodness. Doesn't mean you can't enjoy a lot of the privileges he has bestowed upon America. But John 3 and 3, 3 and 5, and 3 and 7, except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom. He shows us that entrance in Acts, the second chapter. Now listen to me. If Mary, the mother of Jesus, that produced a baby without a husband, needed to get the Holy Ghost and get baptized in Jesus' name, please don't play games with religion. If those men that paraded themselves through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John found their way to the upper room in Acts, the second chapter, then don't let anybody tell you that's unimportant. The devil is still a liar and the father of them all. All you have to do is read those New Testament scriptures to find out Jesus went into the religious temples and cast out all of the stuff that they were doing that was not meritorious toward the day of Pentecost. He took a leather whip and he chased out their modern sacrifices of their day and said, I am that I am is here. I am the Redeemer. I am the Forgiver. I am the wisdom of God unto salvation. These are all exact scriptures. Please don't just let the enemy lie to you. Please feel free to come to me. I will not be harsh. I've sounded a little bit harsh today, and I know that. I hate what the devil's doing to your American economy. I hate what the devil's doing to some of the greatest homes where children, beautiful kids, being raised. Now, don't, don't misunderstand me today. We're not to go in every home and preach like I'm preaching. I'm preaching to the people that's here that we're going to send out. So that's a little different when you join the military and they train you how to go in 
and save homes in storms or in, in battles and every kind of other thing. We, we did it all. It, it was a big deal. But the angels of the Lord are here today. And they encamp round about them that fear him. And I know I've preached hard. I'm going to preach hard. I am thanking you by preaching what we need, not what we want. I came in here purposefully to let you know that I'm the guy that's thankful. Be ye thankful belongs to all of us. But I can't thank you enough for giving me the opportunity to have to become a new guy. You have given me that chance. And I don't want to goof it up. I preach Jesus to you today. All over this building. All over this building would you cry out to God. Save our city. Take advantage of me or use me. To speak a word to people in our city. I hope every one of you have at least three families you're working with every day. You may just be praying for them every day, but you're inviting them to lunch or you're going over to their house and you're setting an example. You don't go in and teach them the word to start with. You get be friends with them. That's what Jesus did. He became sin and lived among us. Then he began to teach us. The pattern is easy. Making yourself friends of the unrighteousness of mammon is a scripture. I'm sorry that people told you to stay away from them. What they really meant was don't join the spirit they're living in. This altar is open for those that have not been baptized, those that have not received the Holy Ghost, or those that need to receive a renewing of the Holy Ghost, or you just want to be renewed, any of the above. Or if you want to come down and pray for our city for about three or four minutes, it would be meritorious. God honors sacrifice. Sing it, would you, singers? All over this building. Let's honor His presence with praise or prayer. But there's something about that name. Oh, Jesus. The prayer of faith is still going to save the sick. The prayer of faith is still going to raise up revival. Husbands, this would be a good time for you to pray for your wife. They're going through things they've never told you about. Thoughts are battering their mind and heart. Wives, it's a good time for you to pray for your husbands because the same is true. They are battling things that they're seeing and sensing. Pray one for another, the Bible said. This is a great time for the next two minutes. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the spirit of love. But there's something 
of this church would come pray for some of these people that are down here. Come lay your hands on them. Pray. Some of you elders in the church, this is a great time for you to join your spirit with these. Some of you men that's been around here for a while, some of you ladies that see some young ladies down here, just pray a prayer of faith for them. This is a time that we come together. Spiritual power. Glory, victory, dynamics. We're not going to sit still. We're going to move forward. We're not going to be the same a year from today. Jesus over this city. Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus over Lamar County. I plead the blood of Jesus over the United States of America. I pray that signals come out of Lamar County and Paris. The love of God. The glory of the Lord. The holiness of God. The righteousness of God. The peace to canopy this area. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. to do one final thing if you feel comfortable lifting your hands I want you to lift them just as this and say Lord I receive your words of promise and power for this community for our home for our school system and for our church family in the name of Jesus that's it and praise him for listening to our voice today thank you he's heard everything He's heard. He's heard it. Watch in the next few days or the next few weeks for thoughts that come from the Bible. And you're going to sense strength to get the mission done. We're going there. We're not going to sit over here in a salt shaker. We're going to be salted out on the earth. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. We're to be salted out at the schools. We're to be salted out at the ball games. We're to be salted out wherever we go. I'm here to tell you, go ye into all the world. It's not an idea. It's a commission. 
smile at somebody before you leave. Make them think you like them anyhow. Jesus is 